ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Lock and load. It's time for the gun rack with your hosts, Joey and Drew. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gun Racks North Desert Institute School of Firearms Technologies official podcast. I'm just I have our coach call me Joey, and with me we have one Drew Poplin. As always, and uh, we have kind of a fun episode for you guys today. As I think we have mentioned ChatGPT in passing, and we are going to uh, make that an integral part of today. Today is the top 10 handguns according to ChatGPT. And then as a fun bonus, I had them do the top 10 handguns according to my pseudonym, on uh, concealednation.org as to see if it would be any different. I have not seen the original ChatGPT list, so it may be that they just pulled the same thing twice, or it may be that it actually has some hot takes on on the stuff I wrote. It we're going to see. Yeah, it should be exciting. The little yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of hot takes, me and Joey are going to try something a little different today. We're going to try a new segment. We need to think of a good name for it, but basically we're each going to share a hot take we have kind of at the beginning of the show real quick. Yeah. So if you guys have any good names for it, let us know. Joe, do you want to share yours first? Yeah, I will give you one. It's not even a hot take because I'm objectively right. It all freaking sucks. We are a day away from the second worst season of the year. Tomorrow's first day of fall, we're recording on a Friday. I expect most of you guys will hear it today. Is the single furthest day we will be from summer all year long. And that sucks. The days get shorter. We get daylight savings time for absolutely no reason whatsoever. And no, all of you people are like, he just doesn't know that we're not moving time around. No, we are. And we were last time. And you guys don't know better. And it's never happening. We're going to get bait and switched with daylight savings time every year until we're dead. And it's going to be like things are were cheaper back in the day. It's like, yeah, that's always true, but it's never going to work out for you. Fall sucks, man. Getting colder sucks. Flannel is stupid. Bonfires are remain pretty dope. That's probably the one thing in fall I'm here for, but... Uh, Thanksgiving is a solid holiday. Veterans Day is, of course, a solid holiday. But outside of that, forget about it. I feel like you attacked my entire being with that. I did attack your... This This was supposed to be a fun segment. Yeah. Um, and, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I obviously disagree with that. I hate summer. It's my least favorite season. So, I guess the... Uh, the result of that is that fall is my favorite. Yeah. Plus, you're not much of a Halloween guy, so... Yeah, I was going to say, another hot week for another time is that Halloween is my least favorite holiday of the year. But, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, definitely disagree with that. Okay, so, funny enough, somewhat adjacent to, you know, fall and Halloween stuff is... One thing about me is one of the film genres that I enjoy the most is horror films. Probably ever since I was about 13, 14. And so this is where my hot take is going today. 
I'm sure most of you are familiar with the film The Exorcist. Even if you haven't watched it, you you probably know of it. My hot take is that Exorcist 3 is a superior film in virtually all aspects and is severely underrated. It's got a wonderful cast. Patrick Ewing is in a scene for some reason with Fabio and Samuel L. Jackson. It's bizarre, but it's like it's a wild film. There's some good comedy writing. It was directed and written by William Peter Blatty, who was the guy that wrote the original Exorcist novel. And so he kind of brings that, I guess, literary skill to a lot of the dialogue. But the um, the uh, scary parts in it, I feel like, are more terrifying than the ones in the first one. And furthermore, Brad Dorif, who has a role in this film, probably should have won an Oscar for his portrayal. I guess, uh, wait, no. Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter was Best Supporting Actor, right? The same year as... I have no idea. Well, I think Brad Doris' uh, portrayal as the Gemini Killer is uh, more terrifying than Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, have you seen Exorcist 3 or any of those films? I'm going to shoot straight with you. The... Having a take about The Exorcist 3 being better than the original Exorcist is one for idiots and babies, and I know you to be both, so I understand where you're coming from. The, exor- the first Exorcist is the first time I had seen a horror movie that I couldn't be scared of because I was too busy taking in what was happening in front of me. Like, I was watching the film from which all other horror movies are derived, and the one that started the satanic panic whoops that completely changed our culture here in the United States. You can try to carry that with Samuel L. Jackson, but it's the madness, absolute madness. Yeah, I mean, I'm not arguing that Exorcist, like the first one, had a greater cultural significance, but... Uh... I heard you explicitly say the Exorcist three had a more profound impact on this country than than the first exorcist i heard that happen uh things might be getting lost in translation over uh zoom that's all right i only speak dutch all right so um yeah um guys in the comments uh let us know do you agree with any of the hot takes were we off base maybe drop some of your hot takes in the comments as well uh before we get into our main topic let's talk about sdi real quick so northern desert institute aka sdi is an online school that helps students learn the skills and techniques they'll need to be successful in the firearms and unmanned technology industries sdi is accredited by the distance education accrediting commission otherwise known as the deac so currently we offer two programs in firearms technology. We have the Associates of Science in Firearms Technology and the Certificate in Firearms Technology Gunsmithing. If you want to find out more info about both of those programs, head over to our website. It's www.sdi.edu for some more information. Uh, yeah, just a bevy of information there. Some great resources on that website if you want to find out more. Now, 
next week I'm actually going to be in Vegas. So it'll be interesting to see how we do an episode, if we're able to do an episode next week. Uh, what are you doing in Vegas? Summit. They're doing the summit in Vegas? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm glad everything, um, I don't know if you'd heard about those, the MGM hotels in mm. Vegas getting hacked. It seems like that's over. It's kind of been dealt with. So I'm glad that got sorted out. Well, put a weird bet on football that you otherwise would not be able to out there for me. Um, their laws are a lot more chill than ours. I've always wanted, like, you don't have to wonder for all the North Carolina's gambling laws are progressing to something that's a little less draconian not too long from now but i've always wondered what it was like to sit at one of those casinos with the wall and all these people trying to put in their prop bets it's like the stock market but for people who aren't going anywhere in life and i think you would fit in uh, i do that sounds uh that sounds like my lane it does does i i gotta agree okay shall we get into it yeah absolutely so, yeah, again, we're doing the top 10 handguns for beginners, according to ChatGPT. And I'll share exactly what I wrote into ChatGPT to get these results. Uh, so I said, hey, ChatGPT, hope you're well today. Because, you know, I, I really don't. I don't think AI is going to take over the world. Like, actually, like, it's not going to be like a Skynet thing. But No, but you got to set the tone. In case it does, I want them to know that uh, I'm a nice guy. Maybe I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be a robot slave. Anyway, yeah. Hope you're well today. In your opinion, what are the top ten handguns for beginners? To which ChatGPT said, "Hello, I don't have feelings or emotions, but I'm here and ready to assist you. Selecting a handgun, especially for beginners, should be based on comfort, ease of use." reliability, and the intended purpose. Examples give it self-defense, sports shooting, or general target practice. It's also vital that any new shooter receive proper training and practice safe gun handling at all times. Here are 10 handguns that are often recommended for beginners based on their user-friendly features and reputation. So they listed them, I think, from like first, or like from one to 10 so i'm gonna go from 10 to 1 to create an air of uh tension i suppose so number 10 is the taurus g2c it's a semi-automatic pistol uh has a caliber of nine millimeter although it's also available in 40 smith and wesson has a capacity of 12 plus one rounds and its features are that it is compact and budget friendly it offers features like a manual safety and adjustable rear sights, and all that was according to Chat GPT. Joey, thoughts on the Taurus G2C? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, excuse me, um, I'll tell you that on my list where I asked them to uh, write one as, as my writing style from 2021, that uh, Taurus G. Hello, dear viewers. You may be wondering, hey, what the heck just happened? Well, we were recording the podcast, and unbeknownst to us, there was an error. So we recorded for about another 30 minutes, and 
you know, then we signed off. Joey went back to his job and pulled up the converted audio file. And it only had about those 13 minutes. So real quick, I'm just going to go over the list with you. I don't want to, you know, Joey's a busy man. So not going to drag him back and take up even more of his time. So yeah, we'll just go through this really quickly. Bang, bang. So definitely apologize for, because this was originally a lot better, had Joey giving a lot of commentary on each of ChatGPT's selections, and then, you know, he had his own list. So I definitely apologize about that, but, you know, things happen, and uh, the show must go on. So, number 10 was, according to ChatGPT, was the Taurus G2C, and for each of these, they listed, you know, what type of handgun it was, what its caliber, its capacity, and in their mind, what its features are. So I'll read those. Just know some of these are not accurate. So, you know, don't take this as gospel. But number 10, they had the Taurus G2C. It's a semi-automatic pistol. Uh, They say the caliber is 9mm, also available in 40 Smith & Wesson. Has a capacity of 12 plus 1 rounds. And they say its features are it's compact and budget-friendly. It offers features like a manual safety and adjustable rear sights. And I also try to remember sort of what Joey's general vibe or what his general response was. So for this one, he basically wasn't a fan, especially of um, the Taurus G2C's uh, trigger break. Uh, he recalls just you know the feeling of, of feeling like he had to I think he said uh, he's pretty sure it would misfire, then fire. That's how it worked. So not a fan of number 10. Number nine uh, was the Walther PPQ, semi-automatic pistol, primarily 9mm, but other versions are available. Capacity they have typically 15 plus 1 or 17 plus 1. They say its features, it's recognized for its outstanding trigger and ergonomic grip design, striker fired with a quick reset. Uh you know, Walther, you know, high, you know, pretty good quality pistols, reputable brand. I think there was the Walther PPS, maybe, that Joey recommended, perhaps over the PPQ. So, yeah, uh, number nine was the Walther PPQ. Number eight was the CZ75. Number seven was the Ruger LCR. Uh, which is uh, the first revolver we have on the list. Joey, not a huge fan of this. It does come in multiple calibers, but you know, for a beginner, yeah, d- don't think it's the. I don't think it's the best choice. It was about here that we realized that should have been a bit more specific with ChatGPT about about what this theoretical beginner was using this firearm for. I think oftentimes on the podcast we approach things from. Uh, the perspective of concealed carry, uh, you know, that's a pretty important criteria for us a lot of the time. And so a lot of these maybe are too, I'd say a decent amount of these maybe are not an ideal size for concealed carry. Maybe they're a little long or maybe a little thick, but um, the Ruger LCR, I don't think, yeah, that's, that's just not it. Anyway, moving on, the Springfield Armory XDS Mod 2. If I recall, I think probably would prefer going with the Hellcat. We have the Beretta 92FS. The Beretta 92FS, uh, we didn't spend a lot of time on 
this one. We also didn't spend a lot of time on the next one, which was the six hour P320. And, you know, that's number four. They're top, we're in the top five now. So, number five was the Beretta 92FS. Number four was the six hour P320. They say, you know, modular design allowing users to switch between different frame sizes, slide lengths, and calipers, striker fired with crisp trigger. And then we had a really interesting one for number three. Again, you have to account that they weren't saying this necessarily as your self-defense firearm or your go-to concealed carry option because number three, they had the Ruger SR-22 a semi-automatic pistol. Obviously, it's a 22 caliber long rifle handgun. It's a capacity of 10 plus one. And they say its features are it's lightweight, easy to handle, and it has an ambidextrous safety. Its low recoil makes it great for beginners to learn shooting fundamentals. Which both kind of agreed that the idea of you know, if you're just starting out, like if you're very, very, very new, uh, 22 is probably a good way to go. I think for a lot of us, the first firearm we fired was a 22. Granted, it was more a, I think for a lot of us, you know, we got started on those like, you know, Marlins or whatever. But I like the idea in theory. If I recall, the MSRP on this one was kind of high for a 22. So I don't know if that's necessarily the, I don't think that's the 22 semi-automatic pistol that I would go for. Honestly, like I'd probably, I'd probably even suggest doing one of those, uh, one of those heritage rough riders because those are just fun. I think that'd be a great way, you know, if you're trying to get someone into shooting firearms at all, uh, those 22 Rough Riders, those are just such a joy to shoot and plink. Anyway, we're at the top two, and, you know, these are, you know, th this is pretty reasonable. Number two is the Glock 19, and number one is the Smith & Wesson M&P Shield 9mm. So, yeah, uh, and just to close out, they say each of these firearms has... Oh, I should read it in the robot voice. Each of these firearms has a unique set of features, and the best way to understand which is suitable for you is to handle them, receive training, and practice regularly. Always prioritize safety and legal considerations when purchasing and using firearms. When considering a handgun, it's crucial to handle several models to find one that feels comfortable in your hand. Everyone's hand shape and size are different, so what feels good to one person might not for another. It's also a good idea to test fire the handgun if possible before making a purchase, which, uh, yeah, all good sentiments. Overall, um, chat GPT, not the worst job in the world. I think a lot of these firearms were kind of expensive for a beginner. Like you're asking a beginner to drop a lot of cash, you know, up front when I think some of that money could be better spent on, you know, maybe getting a, a less expensive firearm and more time at the range or uh, more time training uh, because uh, again owning a firearm it's an investment and there's a decent amount of money that goes into it up front so maybe let's not have people start off on 600 700 handguns that's just me overall it's a fun little experiment again sorry that it kind of went wacky and sideways especially as we're getting into the good stuff I appreciate your understanding and I'm sure I send love from Joey as well. Anyway, um, that has, believe it or not, been the gun rack. Folks, you have fun, stay safe, and we will see you at the range. 
Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school accredited by the DEAC. It is headquartered at 1555 West University Drive in Tempe, Arizona. For more information about how you can craft your firearms future, visit sdi.edu.